0: Hey there, my friend, welcome back to the show. I'm so pumped and excited for today's episode. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Diamond Life philosophy and the intro to the master keys. You're definitely going to want to stick around to the end of this incredible episode. It's going to shift a lot of things for you. So let's dive in. In this episode today, I'm going to be talking to you about a few key things. The first thing I'm going to dive into is what is the Diamond Life and why did I call my brand that? Then we're going to dive into the 11 master keys to living the diamond life. And finally, we'll shift into what are the five facets of the diamond life you must focus on and commit to having it all yourself. And at the very end of this episode, I'm actually going to give you a practical step, some homework that you can apply the knowledge and wisdom that I download here for you today today so you can actually create the first steps, the foundation and start moving in the right direction to you personally creating and living the diamond life. Welcome to the Diamond Life Mentor. I'm your host, Belage de Bicardos, and I've got something to share with you. And it just might be the key to unlocking more freedom in your life. I'll show you the way. So what is the diamond life and why did I call my brand that? The main thing that I want you to really think about is how does a diamond get formed or created, right? If you know anything about diamonds or if you do your research on it, diamonds get formed under extreme pressure, okay? So I think that that's a really powerful analogy of life itself, I think that the best things that we can create or the person that we can become, the best version of ourselves is actually directly correlated with the amount of pressure we can endure and put ourselves through, sometimes willingly and sometimes circumstantially, things are outside of our control. But regardless, pressure forms on the other side when you don't give up and you don't settle and you don't just crumble under that pressure you can become a diamond through all of that adversity on the other side and so that to me really resonates because my whole life the earlier stages of my life there was so much pressure so many setbacks so many challenges and the average person they just fall into this mindset of poor me why me you know very victim-based mentality And they stop trying to fight through that. They stop trying to create who they are truly and what their potential has in store for them. And the second piece of the diamond life is that diamonds are rare. And so when I looked at success, when I looked at uh, people that we admire, we, we look up to role models or heroes or celebrities or wealthy people, whatever it is that you look up to, As someone who's really living life to the fullest, I noticed that it was quite rare to have this holistic life where everything was integrated and they had it all. And when I say having it all, I don't necessarily mean it literally because by choosing one thing, you automatically are not choosing another thing. So there is some nuance to saying having it all. But what I do mean by that specifically, is that you can have both. And I'm going to get into that with the master keys of the Diamond Life philosophy in a second. But ultimately, the biggest thing is that when I looked at people that were family men and they were proud to be a great father or a great husband, I often saw that they were sacrificing in other areas of their life. Maybe they had poor health. Maybe they weren't really doing that well financially, so there was a lot of financial stress. Or maybe they just lacked the time to be able to do things that they wanted to do. So the amount of people on earth that I'm aware of, that I've studied, that I've looked for because I've been searching for a great example is very, very small of people who have it all. And what what I mean by all specifically would be the type of family, relationship, marriage and relationship with their children, plus having peak physical health and optimal vitality and really taking care of themselves and focusing on self-care, etc., And then on top of that, having a lifestyle and a business that supports them to have 100% freedom and then simultaneously be able to focus on their passions and their bucket list adventures and do really cool stuff, being able to give back and contribute and pay it forward and help other people. So find meaning in their life, find fulfillment in their life, find a way to contribute in their life. And then at the same time, be financially well off, you know, all these different elements be spiritually connected. It's so rare in today's world because when you're chasing one thing, usually you are dropping the ball on something else. So that's why I called it the diamond life, is because diamonds are rare. They're formed under pressure. And I want to teach you how I've been able to become the 1% of the 1%, not when it comes to wealth. I'm not one of the wealthiest people on the planet by any means, not even close. However, I am on this pursuit of dialing in, optimizing my life and business, and then being able to coach you and mentor you through this podcast, through my mentorship programs, through my business opportunities, whichever resonates for you at this time, and being able to pay that forward into your life so you can start to optimize the things that are most important to you and not put it off into the future one day where it may never happen because life is short and we need to take action now. We need to have that urgency right now. That's why I call it the Diamond Life and that's why it's my brand. And I believe that if it doesn't make everything better and it's not holistically integrated, then I think that it's actually doing you a disservice. It's doing you some harm. And we're going to get into that a little bit later on how you can assess yourself and how you can make these changes so you can see whether or not something's actually taking you out of alignment in your life right now. So let's dive into the 11 master keys to living the Diamond Life. Now, these are a philosophy, so they're a set of values. They're a set of uh, beliefs that once you develop them and you make conscious decisions in your life in different ways, you need to apply this set of philosophy or else you wouldn't be abiding by the diamond life. You would be doing something else, which is totally cool if that's what you want. But if you want to shift into what I've developed over the last 10 years that has really truly blessed me in so many ways then I suggest that you start to pay attention to this. And next time you have a decision to make in your life, personal life, business life, financial life, whatever it might be, I want you to kind of walk yourself through this thinking process to help make you make a better decision potentially than what you have been making up until this point. So the first thing that I want to share, and you probably already know this by now, even if you're new to the show, is that freedom is my top value. Simply put, If it's not, you won't have it. But once you have it, you can have everything else too. The diamond life includes it all, which we just talked about. And so what's really interesting about this element of freedom is that people don't prioritize it. And if you don't prioritize something, you don't focus on something, you don't develop the mindset and the skill set to double down and make this the number one goal in your life, then everything else will always fill the gap. So if we don't have a high enough priority on something, then low priority things, distractions, whatever it might be, will automatically fill that void. And so therefore, you know, those people that always have a goal to do something, whether it's get in shape, lose weight, uh, make more money, change careers, travel more, and it just keeps not happening year after year after year. They have the same New Year's resolutions and it never comes to fruition. Why is that? The reason for it is real simple. It doesn't get prioritized and it doesn't get put into the calendar as an actionable item that they can go and execute because it's just wishful thinking unless it gets applied to a practical daily way of manifesting it and creating it, right? So that's the first foundational piece. If you're listening to my podcast and you are someone who does not yet have ultimate freedom in their life, then this podcast is going to show you why it's so important and what you can do about it to take some practical steps starting right now to move in that direction in a relatively short amount of time compared to anything else that's out there in the world. The second piece, which is often a really big one that people miss, is that without health, we are nothing. So nothing has the potential to set you off course in your health more than a relentless pursuit of wealth does. Ironically, no matter how busy life gets, maintaining optimal vitality is the number one priority. There's a saying by Buddha where we spend all of our time and energy making money, sacrificing our health. Once we attain the financial wealth, then we spend all of our money trying to get our health back. Kind of crazy, isn't it? So one of the things that's so important about what I talk about, and what I teach is that you got to take care of you first. And we're going to get more into that in future episodes where I'm going to share with you some of my life hacks, some tips around health that are simple to implement because I'm not one of these fitness trainers or nutrition experts or anything like that. But I've been able to find ways that fits my lifestyle of not wanting to be in a super strict regimented like diet or super strict training routine or all these kinds of things but still make it work for me to get results that I'm after and continually chip away and move in the direction that I want to go. The next piece is becoming your best. We believe in no limitations in what is possible. In order to experience everything life has to offer, you must become the very best version of yourself. That means getting clear on what you want and parking your excuses at the door. See, I believe that we have potential within ourselves that we must constantly be working on and finding a way to get better, to improve. That's the bottom line. And if you're the same person day after day after day, and you don't have habits that allow you to learn, to grow, to improve, to see things with a new set of eyes, then you will always be unhappy deep down because that growth is the purpose of life. So if you're not growing, it will transfer into complacency, it will transfer into depression, jealousy, envy, all these emotions manifest because you are not pursuing who you are meant to become. And so in my opinion, and from my experience, the second that you self introspect, and you start to ask yourself tough questions of like, why do I do what I do? Why do I have these habits and develop self awareness? You actually become so much happier knowing that you're better than yesterday, knowing that you're better than last week, last month, last year. And then you stop worrying and comparing yourself to what other people are doing because it's completely irrelevant. So that's a huge one that we are really, really um, focusing on here as part of the Diamond Life philosophy. The next one is building alliances on a win-win-win. The only way to truly live the Diamond Life and experience pure bliss while doing so is to do things the right way with integrity no one must lose in order for you to win. Now, the average person out there is focusing on lack and scarcity. So, if they see someone else winning, succeeding, making money, getting promotions, you know, celebrating something huge in their life, they automatically get this weird energy about it, like they're taking something away from you. And that's the furthest thing from the truth. If you can shift this into looking at other people who are winning and succeeding as an inspiring example of what's possible when someone applies themselves, does the work, stays consistent, shows up, is focused, is positive, has a great attitude. If you can look at it from that lens, that perspective, then it will just get you motivation to get back to it for you. It doesn't have to be they're winning and I'm losing. It could be they're winning and I'm about to be winning when it's my time soon enough. And so that's a huge one is, For me, I don't want to participate in anything business-wise, in a relationship, uh, an event. doesn't matter what it is. If someone is going to lose, right? Even a business deal, a business transaction, both sides should be willing to compromise just enough where they feel like, you know, the other person is getting a better deal than them. Just enough. And that's what I consider to be a great deal. The next one here is called the third option, both. One of the most powerful words in your resilient diamond life mindset, when you are torn between two choices that you'd love to have, you know there's always a third option, both. So let me give you an example. How often do you go shopping or go out for dinner or do something in your life where you can narrow it down to like a couple final choices, right? You kind of want to get the steak, but you also want to get you know, the salmon, or you want to get this pair of shoes in two colors. You like the white color and you like the black color, or you want to go on a holiday and you want to experience this concert over here, but you also want to do the ATV tour over here. Most people are always choosing one. They're like, well, we can do this, but we can't do this. When you start to develop the the habit of thinking that you deserve both in those types of scenarios, it's a very abundant frequency. You will attract more opportunities to shine, to grow, to improve, to have more finances and income and so forth because the energy that you have is abundant, which means like why would I narrow it down? Why would I sacrifice, you know, two of the best options and choices? So one of the best things that I did over my life is I started to get two. So I would go out for dinner and I'd pick two entrees. Now, did I eat two entrees and finish them? No. But am I going to eat again tomorrow? Yes. So I would basically eat a little bit of one, you know, eat a little bit of the other one and take both of the leftovers to go. And then tomorrow I would eat a little bit of both again and it would turn into two meals versus one. And so there's this whole different energy about people who don't feel that, that lack and scarcity of, oh, I got to just have one, okay? So that's the first thing is choose both. The next thing is quality and quantity. You can notice there that we believe in having the version of everything we truly desire. Whether it be our home, our cars, our clothing, dining, or travel, we don't settle for anything less than what our heart truly desires. And like above, the the last point that I made around choosing both, we know it's not a matter of or, but rather and. Now here's an important distinction that I've looked at over the years also. As let's say you're an engineer or an artist or a creator, inventor of a product or service or whatever it is. What you'll notice is that, let's say you're buying a new car, just as an example. Every car has like the premium model. So fully loaded is what we call it, right? Fully loaded, all the features, bells and whistles, whatever way you understand. Then the person who created that, designed it, added all those bells and whistles, added all those features. That was the maximum potential of their vision and their idea brought to life. They couldn't think of anything else to add. It was the perfect creation. Okay. But then of course, all those bells and whistles and all those features cost more money, you know, cost more parts, cost more labor, takes longer to create so on and so on. Totally fine. Fair. So then you start taking things away. Okay. let's Let's take these features away. Let's take these features away. Let's take these features away. And you end up with a base model. And many people are choosing the base model because they want to save money. And I get that mindset. I understand where they're coming from. But then you're also choosing a base life. You're also choosing this version of your reality where you're just kind of getting by. Now, I'm not talking about excess accumulation of material things. I'm not saying you need 50 cars and a, you know, Crazy huge house and none of that stuff. Yes, some people want that and that's fine. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about even someone who wants a simple basic life and they don't want to have a lot of things. They want to have a minimalistic life or whatever. There are still things that you're going to need and there's still things that you're going to want to experience or to use day to day. You know, for example, you might want to have a minimalist life, but you still need to have a bed, you still need to have a mattress you still need to have bed sheets. You still need to have a pillow. So even though you may not have an excess amount of other stuff in your home, why not have the best bed, the best mattress, the best sheets? See what I mean? Or maybe you're a musician and you like, you're like you a digital nomad and you just like to travel around the world, but all you need is a backpack and maybe your guitar and just a couple items like a cell phone or a camera or you know what I mean? Whatever it might be, like pretty minimal amount of things. Why not have the best phone the best camera, the best backpack, the best guitar. So what I'm saying is quality and quantity of the specific things that light you up, that excite you, that are the best of the best in the market. You deserve to have those things. You're worthy of those things. So start thinking differently. And in my case, there's been so many times where I didn't buy the base model or what I could afford at the time, but I just waited until I could. So with like one of my vehicles, I have a Black Mercedes, S63, AMG, big body sedan, fully loaded, all the features. And I waited four years after I wanted the car before I purchased it. And I bought it cash and I had way more money than I needed technically to buy it. But I waited and I waited and I waited until I got the right one. And I didn't settle on something else. And then when I got it, it actually gave me... The, the feeling, the abundance of, I deserve this, I'm worthy of this. And then that translated into other goals and other things that I've created in my life ever since. And so that's a really powerful lesson. And a lot of people won't relate with this. A lot of people will think, oh, that's wrong, that's stupid, oh, it's a waste of money. But I'm telling you, there's an energetic exchange when you choose to operate in your life this way. And it doesn't have to be excess, it just has to be uh, you getting clear. These are the things that I want. This is the purpose for it. This is what makes me happy in my life. These are the tools that improve my life, optimize my life, and get the best quality and quantity of that. The next thing is taking 100% responsibility. This is so big, and you would be surprised how few people out there take 100% responsibility for their lives. Everything that has happened, good or bad, is because of you, and it has happened for you, not to you. Most of all, taking 100% responsibility changes your energy and moves you from victim to victor of your life. And so when we look at it, we usually want to take credit for the good things in our life. I did that. That was my hard work. Look at me go. But as soon as something negative happens, something bad happens, you point the finger and blame the government, this, that, all these outside circumstances. But there's so much peace and harmony when you own it and go, That was because of me, and it turned out great. That was also because of me, and it didn't quite turn out. And so when you rewind circumstances back all the way to full 100% ownership, what ends up happening is you have 100% control about what is going to happen next. My personal belief is that we're co-creators with God. We're co-creators with the universe. It's not 100% God. It's not 100% me. It's actually teamwork. I'm doing things that I can control in my day-to-day life. So I'm focusing, I'm taking action, I'm prioritizing things. Those are all conscious choices. But at the same time, I know that there's a lot of things that happen with synchronicities and connections and right place at the right time and all of this magical spiritual stuff that there's no possible way that that's me. And I know that there's this level of teamwork. So it's like, I'm homies with God, we're working together and we're building a beautiful life in a way that benefits other people too. And it's based on the right values and foundation. So being a co-creator and taking 100% responsibility, you start to really unlock levels that most people don't even believe they're worthy of or that they have access to. The next piece is having it all. With an abundance mindset, you dream and think big. You're a lifelong learner with a growth mindset who always takes opportunities to add to your knowledge and skill set in this paradigm, there's plenty out there and enough to spare for everybody. Ultimately, there's enough money on the planet for everybody. There's enough opportunity. There's enough land. There's enough food. There's enough of everything that we would ever need to be thriving, not just barely surviving. The media, the government, all these people are trying to make you think like we're in a crisis mode, that we're barely surviving, that everything's going to hell in a handbasket and life itself is about to be doom and gloom and die. And that's not true. That reality doesn't have to be your reality, but you have to opt out of that and stop believing that stuff and choose for the positive, optimistic, look on the bright side. And when you start to do that, what you'll notice is that your perception is your reality. More and more proof and evidence will come into your life to support what you believe. And so if you currently see things with this really dark lens. There's not much hope. It's pessimistic, even cynical for some people. And you start to shift that lens and go, man, everything's beautiful. Everything's always working out for me. You stop, you smell the roses. You really appreciate the simple things. You don't take them for granted. Life will just build upon that. That ends up being this beautiful foundation. Okay. Then we get into this other very interesting kind of a 50-50 energy And uh, Ed Milette was the person who really coined this phrase, as far as I know, really well. And he's been one of my mentors over the years as well, from a distance. I had a chance to meet him last year at one of his homes in Palm Springs. That was a really, really cool experience. And hopefully one day I'll be invited to speak as a guest on his uh, podcast too, which is one of my goals. And I'm looking forward to that opportunity one day. I'm going to earn it first. But uh, he says blissful dissatisfaction. And the way that I interpret this is that the more life you breathe into the things that make you happy, the more you'll find those kinds of things will head your way. Having gratitude for what you have now while maintaining the desire to grow and create more. And so the whole idea behind blissful dissatisfaction is it's not about when I get someplace else, I'll be happy in the future. When I achieve this, I'll be happy. When I uh, have this much money, I'll be happy when I get these accolades, I'll be happy. It's about pausing and no matter where you are right now in your current life, whether you feel like you don't have enough money or you don't have enough time or you don't have enough of something, pause and just compare to what is such a powerful question. Compared to what? And you know, when you compare momentarily, not permanently, but momentarily, there's always people doing way better than you And there's always people doing not even close as good as you. And one of the things that shifted me from uh, my first mentor, Darren Jacklin, who was actually in in the last episode, which I hope you really enjoyed, right? Wasn't that epic? I was just in awe listening to him and really gave him the spotlight, right? One of the the keys to success is never outshine the master. So you probably noticed I was just taking it super easy. But anyways, that's uh, off topic for a moment. But one of the things that Darren told me, is that there are literally billions of people on the planet. Like, I think two or three billion people out of the eight billion on the planet who are dreaming and wishing and praying and hoping to trade places with you on your very, very worst day that you've ever had in your life. The day that you thought that your life was horrible or terrible or whatever is their dream they would trade you in an instant because that's how much better your overall lifestyle and circumstances are compared to theirs and when i heard that i was like no matter how hard it ever gets for me i have to keep that in mind and not let it not take it for granted that that's actually the case so blissful dissatisfaction is so powerful and if you're ever having a hard day a powerful tool to get you back on track is asking yourself, compared to what? Simultaneously, because the purpose of life is growth itself, we should never stop pursuing getting better. Now, sometimes we'll, people will say things like, when is it enough? You know, when have you made enough money? When have you created enough success? When have you experienced enough things traveling the world? "When it Whatever, whatever. And they're missing the whole point because the moment that you feel you made it, Technically, what that means is you're ready to die. Because when we meet our maker, when we meet God, when we meet the universe, when our life on this physical third dimension ends, that's when we are done here. And so up until the very end, up until our very last breath, there should always be the zest for life, this, this uh, excitement to learn new things, to read, to grow, to experience something for the first time. To have some new memories with your loved ones, there should that should never stop. Doesn't matter how old you are. Doesn't matter what happens. And so, if you can understand that balance between bliss and being dissatisfied and having this hunger for growth and improvement, you know, in in the Japanese culture, they call it kaizen. That's it, kaizen—constant and never-ending improvement. And it's so true. And then you meet in the middle of all these things converging into your life, which we'll talk about more on future episodes. And then the final piece, there's two more uh, that I'm going to share with you around the Diamond Life philosophy is maximum leverage and ROI. Understanding the power of leverage and ROI is the first step in expanding your opportunities and overall fulfillment. The Diamond Life business model is the ticket and foundation to creating maximum leverage and ROI combined. We're going to get more into the Diamond Life business model in another podcast episode, but you have to understand that like, you need to maximize everything in your life and maximizing and optimizing is this mindset almost like a pre-filter on your thoughts of looking at everything you do and going like what can i adjust what can i tweak what's the one percent better five percent better ten percent better because most people going through life are actually just going through the motions and once they figured it out at some point sometimes when they're a child a teenager a young adult or when you first become a parent, you just do something once. That's just the way that you always do. You never actually think about another way. And I remember like since my daughter was born, she's a little bit over two years old at the time of this recording, there were all these things we were doing as new parents that just didn't make that much sense. And for example, we have her bedroom on our, the top floor of our home. And every night we were giving her a bottle and stuff after my wife stopped breastfeeding. And we were constantly having to go downstairs to get like boil the water, to get the formula and all these kinds of things. And we were doing it in the middle of the night. We were waking up in the middle of the night, half asleep, going all the way down to the kitchen to fill up a bottle, to boil the water, to do the thing while she was like awake. And it was just like a really messy situation. We were doing it for so long. And then one day I was like, why don't we just take the the kettle And pre-make some bottles and have it upstairs in her bathroom. That's right off of her bedroom. And so, rather than having to go up and down the stairs and wait downstairs, and it's like this big process, we're like, "Wow, that saved us time. It saved us from having to wake up fully. Uh, Everything was just improved about it." But we're doing it for so long until we asked ourselves the question: like, "How can we do this smarter? How can we do this more optimized? How can we make it better?" So that's just one really small example, but. From the way people drive to work or the way that they do their shopping, the way that they prep their meals, to the way that they get dressed, to the way that they exercise, the way all these little things and habits day to day, people go through the motions. They've always done it one way. They keep doing it that way. And like they're grown adults who've been doing the exact same thing for five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, and never stopped and go, if I was able to do this differently, what are some other possibilities? What are some other options? And then the final piece to the Diamond Life philosophy is carefully crafting your legacy. Now, there's all kinds of mixed opinions around legacy in that once you die, no one's going to remember you after like a week that you pass away and stuff. I don't believe that to be true because for me, a legacy starts with your own family. It starts with your children if you have children or want to start a family or have children. And that's the most important legacy for me is not what I leave for them, but what I leave in them. Their mindset, their philosophy, their perspective, being a good human, helping others, paying it forward. That is like the core legacy. But teaching them certain principles around maintaining and growing wealth allows them to not have to restart and learn the exact same lessons and go through the same challenges and obstacles like I did. You know, when my parents immigrated from Hungary and moved us over to Canada, They had a very difficult life, but they had different challenges that they had to overcome. Massive, insane challenges that are actually hard for me to even try to wrap my head around, like taking your family and and moving across the planet and not having any friends or support or anything, not even knowing the language, not having money. I'm like, that's really hard. And they had to do that. Now, it wouldn't make sense for me and my family to have to do that exact same thing just because we're past that. They passed the baton. Now there's new things that I had to figure out, new problems I had to solve, new things that I had to put in place, and the same goes for you. So when you have kids, you want to pass the baton onto them so they can continue that evolution and growth. And so what we can learn in our lifetime around money, around wealth, around it continuing to grow, around the impact that we can have and the legacy we can have, I believe is is one of the most exciting projects or missions or goals that we can work towards that will never end, right? It's a lifelong pursuit. And then we can pay that forward to our children and so on. That's the Diamond Life philosophy, which I know was a lot, right? I'm giving it to you guys straight. I'm giving you guys tons and tons and tons of information in a short period of time. And I'm going to shift into the final piece I wanted to share today. And I'm just going to go quickly on this and touch on it. So what are the five facets of the Diamond Life you must focus on and commit to having it all yourself? I believe there's five key categories, five, you know, when you look at a diamond, there's five cuts, five sides. So the first one is mindset. Everything we desire and everything that we want to become all starts within ourselves in our mind first. And so that needs to be a daily practice, mindfulness and learning and exercising that muscle and mind, connecting to higher powers, connecting to infinite intelligence, which we're going to get into another episode because that's a, a deep topic. That's the first one. Number two is skill set. Ultimately, when you look at your life, what skills do you currently possess that are valuable? The less valuable the skills you have, the less valuable you are technically in the marketplace. Not as a human being. I believe we're all equally valuable as humans. Uh, We deserve to be treated fairly and all of that. But as a capitalist sort of marketplace that rewards you based on skill, Rewards you based on value, rewards you on your ability to serve other people and at what particular scale. You will also be compensated for that in direct correlation and proportion. And so, our skill set and how we can develop those skill sets actively, as if it was part of your job or as if it was part of learning something like walking when you're a little kid, that was a skill you had to learn or else you'd be crawling around the rest of your life, it would be kind of weird. So, you develop the ability to walk you know, and as you grew up, you continue to develop skills like driving for most people and so forth. And so at some point, a lot of adults stop developing any new skills, they get stuck in some career or some job, maybe they went to college, university, but they don't continue to grow and develop those skills. And I think that is absolutely so important for you to actually live your diamond life is continue to build and develop your skills. The next piece is life optimization. All of us have something in common, living life. But how we do it, how we live, how our day operates is drastically different from everybody else. And even though we all share 24 hours in a day and seven days a week to keep us on track, how we live is most of the time chaos, stress, anxiety, reacting to all these things constantly, reacting to people needing something from you, reacting to this, to that, to other things. I'm surprised more people haven't gone completely crazy because a life of reaction is no way to live, in my opinion. So, we need to optimize our lives the way it is right now. And then we can build upon that. Then we can start making some necessary changes. We're going to get into all of this stuff on the podcast. So, if you're excited about the future of the episodes I'm going to be releasing talking about these things, make sure that you share the show. Make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, leave a five star review if you're getting value. I really appreciate that. Uh, the next piece after we optimize our life is we're going to optimize our business or our ability to earn income in an automated, leveraged way, so you can still live your life and not have to trade time for money. And so, business optimization, business skill sets, understanding how to outsource, delegate, put systems in place, and so on, is a critical skill for you to live the diamond life. After that, we have those four things all optimized and working for ourselves then we can shift into uh, legacy wealth. And we're gonna dive into all these topics more. And we kind of touched on it already where if everything has this purpose and intention to live longer than you, like you're thinking 100 years after you're gone, you're gonna probably make different choices and decisions in the present moment because you know that those choices are gonna have a lasting impact or potentially consequence if you don't. And I think that it's important for us to think bigger, with more clarity when we think more long-term. All right, How's a lot. So without me making this episode super long, even though I hope you're enjoying it and you could probably listen to a long episode, I'm going to stop there for now and we'll continue on a future episode. But what I want to do is I want to give you an opportunity right now to actually implement something practical because you can listen to me all day and then go back to your regular life and not change anything. Right? You could be pumped up and inspired listening to this podcast, and then go back to a life that is causing you a lot of pain, a lot of suffering. Uh, you know, there's a saying that most men are living quiet lives of desperation is because they have a hard time changing the things that they need to change. They've settled, they're complacent, they don't know how to communicate, and they're unhappy overall, and they just put on a mask, put on a front, and pretend that everything's all good, going through the motions. That's not the Diamond Life. And that's not what we're here to talk about. And that's not what you deserve. You are worthy of this. But without practical application, without execution and implementation and doing a little bit of homework where you basically give yourself the opportunity where you go, okay, so I've done homework in my life. I've done assignments for my boss. I've been told to do things by other people that maybe I didn't want to do, but I did them anyways. When was the last time you did homework or an exercise that was actually going to completely transform your life. It was actually going to completely transform your future. You know, most of the time we're so busy reacting to everything that we don't make the space to think, to imagine what is possible for our future. And so what I want to do is I want to give you an opportunity to do this. Now, once again, if you don't take action, if you ignore this, if you fake it, if you pretend, I'm not able to help you because to be your mentor, you have to listen. There's that expression that I talked about with Darren on the previous episode is that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So if you're ready, I'm here for you. I am your mentor and I'm giving you the master keys to freedom and I'm giving it to you for free. So, but you have to do the work. And if you're not willing to do the work, you can't expect to change your life. You can't expect to live the diamond life. So what's the practical step that I want to share with you today? Real simple. Start by doing a careful self-assessment of your life right now as it currently is. So if you could recreate your entire lifestyle, what would it look like? What would you change and why? What would you keep the same and why? What would you like to experience more of? And so there's this whole entire process of taking inventory of everything as it currently is. It's not right or wrong. It's not meant for you to be sad. It's not meant for you to compare to other people. That's not the point of this. You got to do this in a neutral, self-loving way is that everything that you're experiencing right now in your life has brought you to this moment and it's been perfect. It's been happening for you. All the hardships, all the challenges, all the adversities, the good, the bad, all of it. It's perfect up until this moment, but you are the creator of your future and you can make new decisions that will lead you to a new reality day by day. Okay. And how we need to start. If you look at a GPS and the most important point of it on a map, if you want to go on a road trip and you enter the destination into the GPS, it won't be able to give you the, the route unless it knows where you're starting from. And what a lot of people do is they talk about where they want to go, the type of income they want to have, the type of lifestyle they want to have, but they don't start with where they are. And the thing that's amazing about where you are is that it's it's true. You're there now. Nothing has to change, but you do need to basically take inventory of what are you working with? Where are you starting from? What is good? What is bad? What needs to go? What needs to stay? And once you get clarity, then we have this like starting point where we can start to take steps on this new destination, this new exciting journey of building and creating your diamond life. So Ultimately, the most important thing here is to ask yourself, what is it that you currently hate? And hate is a strong word. But if you think about the repetition of how often you're upset about something, is it the fact that you're stuck in traffic? Is it the fact that you don't have enough time? Is it the fact that it's hard for you to afford the things you want to be doing? Is it a a lack of, of energy? Are you overweight? Do you look in the mirror when you want to get dressed and you feel fat or you feel something weird and you're like grossed out by yourself and you're mad about it and you're not loving yourself and you're hard on yourself and things like this? But what are you doing about it? Right. And then when you get into that, you'll probably realize that the two biggest excuses that we all share as humans is that we don't have enough time and we don't have enough money. And so it goes right back to the first point of the diamond life philosophy is that once you create the freedom and it's your number one priority, time freedom and financial freedom, all of a sudden this entire new world opens up to you because you can start to make changes based on what it is that you want, not based on what you don't have. And so often when I ask people what they want, they tell me they're not sure. They don't know. I'm not sure what I want. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, well, if you don't know, who knows? So the simplest way that I've learned how to determine whether or not you want something is by start by making a list of all the things you don't want. Start by making a list of all the things that you don't want in your future. You know, if you were to not change a single thing that you're doing right now in your job, with your income, with your daily habits, with your schedule, What would your life end up like in five years, in 10 years, in 15 years, in 20 years? What's the path that you're currently on? Where is it leading you? Don't only think day by day and live for the weekend and not look past, you know, the future of what you're creating, because then you're going to end up there and not be happy with where you are. So instead, you got to kind of fast forward at first and then rewind to now and go, hmm, Well, I got to definitely make a change and go in this new direction over here. I got to start making this thing over here. So the practical step for you is to take inventory of your current life, ask yourself the tough questions, basically do it in a way that's pretty easy of making a list on one side of a piece of paper, all the things that you want and all the things that you don't want. And if that's hard for you, start with all the things you don't want first. And then naturally, the opposite of that is true for what you do want. All right. So just to recap on this episode, we talked about a lot of stuff. I went fast. I dumped a lot of value on you. Your head is most likely spinning. You probably forgot a lot of what I said, and you probably should go back and listen to this more than once. But we talked about the Diamond Life philosophy and an introduction to the master keys. We talked about what is the Diamond Life and why did I call my brand that? We talked about the 11 master keys to living the diamond life. And then we talked a little bit about the five facets of the diamond life you must focus on and commit to so you can have it all yourself as well. And then we had a practical step for you to implement, to do some homework, to actually start making some changes in the right direction by simply taking inventory of your current reality and doing a self-assessment of where you're starting from. And then we can build upon that. As you always know, I appreciate it more than you will ever know that if you got value from this show, you got value from this particular episode, for you to share it on your social media, pay it forward to a friend, that means the world to me, and I'm so, so excited for this podcast. It it, it lights up my soul just as I'm speaking, as I'm getting into flow, the feeling inside of me is that I'm on purpose, I'm on track, I'm making a difference in your life, and um, if that is true, let me know, reach out to me on social media check out my website, BelageWcardos.com, where I have a lot of free resources as well that can add more value into your life. And I'm so excited for the next episode. And I'll see you there, my friend. Have a wonderful day. And you too can create your diamond life. Bye for now. I hope you found something useful here to help you unlock more freedom in your life we're just getting started. So if there's something you want to hear or a guess you want me to have on the podcast, shoot me a message at the diamond life mentor on Instagram and let me know. You can discover incredibly helpful resources and more ways to build your diamond life now at my website blagewcardos.com. At the end of the day, this is all about bettering yourself and helping others. So if you think you can help someone else by sharing this podcast, that would be the ultimate win for me. And of course, subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening.